High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, it's been about two weeks now since we've last chatted to Avi K, our guide at the Qatar. Avi, good afternoon. Welcome once again to the show. Thank you. How are you doing? We're good, Avi. All good. All good. And great to have you on board again. Of course, now you, uh, we didn't uh, chat to you last week. Looking forward to this update on the Qatar. It's over to you. What's happening? Great. So the reason I actually didn't do a show last week was that the week, that week, I actually had training for the Cotel Institute, okay. and I wasn't at the Cotel, so I wasn't able to do the show. But maybe okay. to start there, um, I really got a bird's eye view of the institution of the the Cotel Heritage Foundation, the Western Wall Heritage Foundation, as it's called. Sorry, uh, Abby. Sorry, you seem you sorry you seem to be breaking up there. We're going to try and get hold of you again. Sorry, we're having a few signal issues. Uh, Craig's just going to try and get hold okay. of you. We're having a problem with the line is at it, the moment. Is, is it? Uh, we see. It seems I'm to have just, been restored. Just, okay. We seem to have got yes, you back. Sorry, I I just moved moved away there from where I was. Okay, there we've um, got you again, I, Abby. Great. Go ahead. <laughs> so what I, what I was saying is that the reason I wasn't on air last week is that I was actually tra- at training for the Western Wall Heritage Foundation and it gave me an insight as to the foundation's operations and workings. The first thing that struck me is that they have got many, many employees who have been there for many, many years, whereas it started off with as an idealistic organization really trying to organize and systematize the way the management of the cartel was run. The right. very same people have been there for many, many years, and they've gone from an organization that really just made sure that the day-to-day running was efficient to an organization that runs the tours, to an organization that has all the activities that are run at the cartel come through their office, all the innovation with AI and technology, all the archaeology is all run through this institution. And it's really grown and developed from a homegrown organization into an organization that is really can hold its head high with any organization of its kind around sure. the world. And for me, the, the, the litmus test of a well-run organization is the longevity of the staff. Staff have been there for many years and oh. have grown and developed with the organization. And that, for me, was very, very beautiful to see. The chief rabbi of the Holy Sats in Israel, Rabbi Rabinovitz, has been the rabbi there for many years, dynamic part of the institution, the guiding light, and just really making sure that things run according to the prescribed way that the Jewish law and Torah says things should run, and to make sure that things are really kept um, in touch with the day-to-day things. So the the experiences of... I had yesterday at the cartel and a few that have happened this week. There's been a lot of focus in the last week on children and a lot of groups that come from Ashkelon and Ashdod. And you need to remember that those are two towns that are very close to Gaza and there tends to be a high level. Oi, sorry. There seems to be a high level of of um, stress with, with children right. and for them coming to Rishalayim and connecting with the cartel, especially when they're brought in as groups and they're really giving the VIP treatment really seems to just bolster these kids' confidence and make them feel that the rest of the country cares and worries about their welfare. 
There's also there was a big group this week of Ethiopian kids. Mm-hmm. Again, that's maybe a whole topic of discussion for another time. <laughs> but that is really one of the marginalized um, groups within Israel where it's, it's complex. It is, um, you know, full of its own nuances. And um, it's very, very important that an, a huge effort is made and a real tangible um, forward-thinking program is put in place to make sure that young Ethiopians, Israelis, really feel part of society and valued as members of society. Um, again, this week, there was a huge delegation that came in from the Air Force, and there was also a very big delegation that came in from the Navy. Again, these are senior officers. People have been in the Israeli army usually for more than seven years. And they really came just to connect with the roots. Mm-hmm. What are these people waking up in the morning for? Why are they in the army? Why are they protecting the country? And when you go back and you say, well, this is the reason. Sure. This is our land. This is the land that we inherited thousands of years ago as a gift from God. And we have an obligation to protect all its inhabitants. Abby, um, Abby and, sorry, if I can just come yeah. in there, um, I'd really like to sure. continue with the conversation, if you don't mind. We just want to cross over quickly to Rumbi, who's bringing us uh, the news headlines. It won't take too long. We'll sure. cross Thank back you. and then we can continue the conversation around the Kotel, if that's Absolutely. okay with you. Sure. Great, Abby. Abby K joining us uh, from Israel, giving us the latest on the Kotel. We'll be back with him in a few, well, less than a minute. Right now, let's just quickly find out what's happening in the world. Here's Rumbi. In the news headlines, a French president opens summit for a new global financial pact in Paris. Settlers with support of Israeli army set up outpost on private Palestinian land. And 209 Pakistanis among those who lost their lives in boat track in Greece. Your next news bulletin will be at 5 p.m. For IFM News, I am Rambizai Chivendi. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Just gone half past four, if you've joined us, if you've just joined us rather, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive on 101.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us on the line is Abby Kay from the Qatar, giving us the latest as to what is happening there. Abby, thank you for staying on the line. So when we left off, you were talking about, um, okay, well, search, there was a focus on children and also the important delegations which have been visiting the Qatar. Speaking of delegations, there seems to be been quite a bit of political activity going on at the Qatar in recent recent times in terms of visitations from um, heads of state and prominent uh, political leaders. Yes, and if you've noticed, there seems to be a change in the way that it's being done. Mm-hmm. It's being done through the Kotel Institute with the chief rabbi of, of the holy sites and giving it more of a religious flavor and a favor, a flavor of this is our history and this is our identity mm-hmm. rather than just a political veneer. And I, I noticed that as a very quiet, quietly, a very interesting way of introducing, um, foreign de- um, delegations and dignitaries to Israel because right. ultimately without that history and without that root connection, there's not much to talk about besides a wonderful startup nation of 75 years. Yes. But if you go back to the roots, you're almost really giving a understanding as to what Israel is all about. And, you know, Mike, I, I, I would be at, 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 uh, at fault if I didn't mention the terrible, terrible terrorist attack that happened two days ago in Israel. And yep. the saddest thing for me as um, a victim of terror 
<clears throat> that's the title that I carry as somebody who's been involved in, his family's been involved sure. in terrorist mm-hmm. incidents in Israel, is that had I not read the news, had I not been connected, I would not have known. <laughs> that is the way life goes on. Right. It is terrible. Four families have been decimated. Their lives have been turned upside down. Four young, three young lives and one, um, one older gentleman have been shot down in cold blood. And had I not been aware of what was going on in the country, life would have just happened. Sure. And that is a, a, an incredible dichotomy because on the one hand, it shows a vibrant society that life goes on and things get dealt with. But on the other hand, it can just show the insensitivity that we can have to what's going on. And ultimately, we've had huge incursions into the Palestinian authorities, into, into Ramla, and the army was there very heavily. And then we have these killings, these, these pigot, as we call them here, these, these terrorist attack. Sure. And it's almost, you, you know, it, it's, a, it's a tit and tat story that mm-hmm. just doesn't seem to end. And I, I keep, you know, beating the same drum that if everybody would just lay arms down, we would be able to progress so much quicker Indeed. to something more manageable. Mm-hmm. And as we just heard in the news now, the term settler has become a four-letter word that is associated yeah. with everything bad and evil, which I believe it is not. And on the other hand, private Palestinian land, what is the definition of that? That's a whole nother discussion. Mm-hmm. But that also needs to be run and controlled by an authority that has responsibility to the nation. And people can't just go do willy-nilly what they want, Sure. Um, which is not the case, but it comes across as that. Yeah. So hopefully, please God, we'll speak next week. It will be a peaceful week, mm-hmm. and people will continue to come to the cartels. Definitely. Holiday season now. I was about to ask you that. So holiday season, that was going to be money. You read my mind. And that was going to be my next question. (laughs) Very quickly, how is it looking uh, now at the tourist season with the summer there uh, in terms of visitation to the cartel? So it's unusually quiet. It was a very, very quiet day yesterday. And I was really expecting it to be full of foreigners. But I think they, it's still early days. Um, there were still school delegations, which means school haven't broken up. But I drove back from Haifa this morning, and uh, I was with my mother in the car, and we're driving past all the beaches. And she said to me, how come all the beaches are full and the car parks are full? I said, that's something that I'll never understand. Maybe everybody works American hours, and there's a lot of people who manage their businesses very well. Right. But um, I think holiday season is going to kick into full gear in the next week or two. And again, just yep. a warning to everybody who comes, make sure that you've got the protection you need with, uh, with hydration, with sun protection, because the, the temperature is not a joke. Thanks for the advice, Avi. As you see, just mentioned now, yeah, weather conditions, you're coming in, yeah, just take care. And of course, as you say, things are bound to pick up as of next week. Avi, thanks so much for joining us uh, this afternoon and take care and enjoy the rest of your day. Avi K, a guide at the Cotel, giving us the latest on what is happening there at the moment.